Hello. How are you? Good, so? Good. Good? Are you uh, are you still available for that or no? Sure. Yeah? You got your wonder list in front of you? Um, no, and it's on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's fine. We could we could talk about anything. Okay. So I actually, I guess I have. A, I was right in the middle of listening to a podcast. Okay. And I kind of want maybe we could talk about that. I'm actually quite enjoying it. I want to give these guys some props. Um. So. Uh, there's a podcast called The Pod of Thunder. Okay. And. Um, they're they're a Kiss podcast, yet another Kiss podcast. There's too many of them, probably. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a million podcasts where all they talk about is Kiss all the time. This is just <laughs> another one, right. and I'd never heard of it. Right. But um, on an episode of Talk is Jericho, which I listen to quite frequently, I don't listen to all the episodes, but I'm probably listening to fifty percent of the episodes. Right. And he's got like. I don't know, 500 episodes or something like that. So I've listened to quite a few. And uh, he brought the guys from Pot of Thunder over on his show. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, that got, that got my attention. So uh, what they did is they did, um, uh, Jericho has a classic album showdown. He'll, he'll grab two great albums by an artist. Right. And do a, a, a comparison, which which is the better album. Okay. So, he wanted to do Kiss Alive One and Kiss Alive Two. <laughs> so he brought these guys on to go track by track, you know, comparing track one on Alive One to track one on Alive Two, and right. you know, having them duke out, duke it out, and everyone puts their two cents in to, to vote which is the better album overall. Right. So anyway, so he, he brought those guys on for that, and it was really freaking entertaining. These guys were quite hilarious. Um, so their their podcast is not a typical Kiss podcast. They actually just uh, what they do is they 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 take one Kiss song per episode mm -hmm. and break it down and give a thumbs up or thumbs down on it. But they actually play the song. Uh, in bits and pieces, till they get through the whole song and critique the song from beginning to end, one episode at a, one song at a time per episode. So does each song have one for? Okay, so you judge it on the lyrics, so you judge it on the, the music. Yeah, they judge everything. They judge the, the lyrics. Like there's two guitarists, and I think one of the guys is a drummer. So and I think they all sing to, or some of them sing. So they literally, as musicians, they analyze it as musicians. They analyze it as fans. They actually bring the lyric sheet up. They pull um, they pull quotes from various Kiss books that have come out. Right. And even though these guys are pretty big Kiss fans, they're not like they're not that much of a Kiss fan. They actually haven't heard every single song. So a lot of the songs, some of the songs they're reviewing, no one has heard the song before. <laughs> so it's it's really entertaining. So I after that uh, Jericho episode, I went and downloaded the first ten episodes. I'll give these guys a spin, give them, give it a try, and see if it's any good. So and I'm. And what, you, how how far into it are you? So anyway, I'm hooked now. <laughs> I'm on episode twenty one. Wow. 
so it, it, and now they're doing Van Halen. They're, they just did a review of a, uh, they've changed the format. I don't want to skip ahead in the episode to see what they've changed the format to, but they did make it through the entire Kiss catalog. So they were trying to plan what they were going to, what they're doing after. Like, okay, well, there's no more Kiss episodes. So what are we going to do? <laughs> so the recent episode they did was a Van Halen uh, on the one, you know, uh, I'm on fire or whatever. I'm the one yeah. I'm on fire off Van Halen one. Right. And they're, they are big Van Halen fans. So... I might take a listen. <laughs> What's that? I might take a listen then. Yeah, but anyway, I posted on my Facebook page the, the one episode that um, I was, I think I took the dog for a walk and uh, I was listening to an episode and uh, I was laughing out loud, like guffaws, like big <laughs> out loud while I'm walking. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't stop myself. It was that good. Um, so the episode I posted, like there's a, like they're all really good, but they, um, uh, I think it was episode 11 or something, I think maybe it was, and they review, let's put the X in sex. Right. Which I don't, you probably don't remember that song, but I certainly do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I think I remember hearing it. It's, it was this horrible Todd. Absolute yeah. <laughs> horrible song. Bubblegum music. What's that? Bubblegum music. Yeah. Uh, no, bubblegum is not even the right word. Pop? Bubble? I don't well, know. it's very... It came, I don't know when it came out. Late 80s, early 90s, somewhere thereabout. It was right. Bruce Kulik and the guitar. Air Car was still on drums. Um, so was that after Lick It Up or before? Oh, no, way after Lick It Up. That album, it was, uh, they had an album called Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. I think it came out just before Hot in the Shade and just after uh, Crazy Night, I think. Okay. And it was the greatest hits package, and they re-recorded all the songs, and then they uh, and then they had two new songs. But both songs, like the one song is called Let's Put the X in Sex, and the other song on that album is You Make Me Rock Hard. <laughs> just absolute absolute trash but they loved it like they just loved it and instead normally they listen to the song and they might do a comparison to like the live version of the song this yeah. one they said they put the video on and <laughs> did it with the video because the video is even cheesier than the song is if that's even possible <laughs> I remember this video quite well I was watching it with Tracy uh, quite a few times it's 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 just absolute garbage. <laughs> it's but it's so bad it's good. Oh, anyway, I, I those types. <laughs> yeah, but it might be good to take it. Like I mean, they play the song all the way through, so even if you're not familiar with the song, it doesn't actually matter. Right. Um, I've actually dug out. Thank you know, thanks to these bozos, um, I dug out a couple of Kiss CDs that I never really listened to. I might have listened to once. Right. And uh, I'm giving them another spin, so you know if there's payola, <laughs> if if there's payola involved, then uh, Gino's them a check for you know fifteen dollars or whatever it is. Because uh, I I started listening to Sonic Boom, which was the album they released uh, I don't know ten years ago or something. Okay. With the new lineup with the fake Peter Chris and the the fake Ace, really. 
so they kept the actual original costumes but different people. Yeah. Really? Oh, you're not aware I, of that? I thought they uh I thought they didn't do that. That's why there was uh the new characters that came in, one was a wolf and one was oh, was oh well, you, well, okay, originally when Ace and Peter left, I I think they had no idea what they were gonna do. So right. there was two members that came in during the makeup era, two new members that came in. And they just came up with new makeup and costumes for that for those two guys. Right. And then they yeah. unmasked after that and that was it. Right. But now that they put the makeup back on, they brought Ace and Peter back and then uh I don't know I don't know what happened. <laughs> There's a lot of speculation. I've read all the biographies of all four members and the the carpal tunnels acting up or, or well, he just doesn't have the energy. Oh, or the drugs. The drugs, the carpal tunnel. Peter's a bit of a dick. He's always been a bit of a dick. Yeah. And uh, he was kicked off first, and then Ace was there for a while, and they brought in Eric Singer, the guy who replaced Eric Carr, and they put him in the the cat makeup. And then uh, Ace eventually left, and then they had to find a replacement for Ace, so they brought in Tommy Thayer, who was their guitar tech. Right. was also in a band called Black and Blue back in the day. (laughs) <laughs> and uh he's a he's a kiss freak for sure and he can he can play all of Ace's solos uh quote unquote as Paul would say better than Ace can. <laughs> so they put him in the makeup. Yeah, why not? So that's what's going on and that's why I didn't like they put two albums out with that lineup. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't want to hear them. Cuz they weren't original. Well, Feel like you're getting gypped? Well, I don't know because I I don't mind that it's not the original four. Because I'll be honest, I don't think Peter can play like he used to. Because Peter, I I really like Peter Chris as a drummer. Like I was I was down in the down in the man cave playing. Uh, I played uh, Kiss Kiss and uh, Dressed to Kill in the basement on my kit. Right. And like fuck, like some of this stuff's like really cool it's very inventive um i don't know he's he's not a typical drummer right but i don't know i saw him on the reunion tours and he's got all these triggers because he can't hit as hard as he used to and i mean the guy is getting old like no fault to him at all but but uh what was i saying yeah i don't i don't care that they replaced them but the fact that they just put them in the same makeup it kind of feels like, like, I don't know, like, why don't they bring one guy back as Eric Carr and Eric Carr's makeup or Vinnie Vincent as, you know, as his makeup? Like, I yeah, everyone know. should have their own makeup, whether they're new or old. And then when they come back, you recognize them from when they were there before. So, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no, I don't think there's a real downside to that. I think they get, probably get caught up halfway through it and went, well, I guess, yeah, we'll just give everyone new makeup. <laughs> After they've already, you know, cloned. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they did that twice, and you know, I mean, Eric Carr worked out like uh, worked out really great for them. Uh, despite what the plot of Thunder says, they they they're really not a fan of Eric Carr. Oh, okay. No, you know what? And it got me thinking. I I like Eric Carr. I always liked him because he was kind of the guy that didn't belong. He was kind of like the average Joe joining right. KISS and I, I kind of rallied behind him but I'll be honest outside of Creatures of the Night which was a great album like great drum sound 
I learned how to play off that album. Um, I've never really tried to play anything outside of that. Like, haven't really been interested. Right. I don't know. They they complain about his drum sound. How he uses tom, he uses a floor tom on everything. Like when every time he hit does a snare hit, he does a floor tom hit. Oh, so it's just uh, like his style. He it, definitely has his own style. The way he plays the songs. Yeah. He doesn't play them like the original, like Peter. No, he, he doesn't play like, play like him at all. Like he was raised on. Peter was raised on like Gene Krupa and you know all those like original like jazz jazz guys and right. Eric Carr was raised on on Zeppelin so I mean their drum sounds like close to the same right but Eric's Eric's sound on Creatures was just phenomenal like like that's when I'm like okay I really want to do this drum thing and that was around the time uh, you know I got my kit I guess a little bit after that and I just went back to that album just played the shit out of that album learning you know learning every single song so that was your Van Halen to me yeah, it was. A kiss to you. <laughs> was the, yeah. Was that album, yeah. Totally was. I mean, I learned how to play rock drumming off that album. And then I had my uh, Carmine a PC. Uh, it was a book. It was an instructional book that came with uh, one of those, you know, I don't know, called like vinyl records, those floppy records. Right, those floppy ones. Do you, do you remember those? those? They used to come in, in Mad the, Magazine all the time. Guitar Player Magazine? Yeah, well, they had a the guitar player, but I they used to have them in Mad Magazine, too. Right. Some kind of funny song or whatever, and they. But anyway, they yeah, had. I remember, yeah, I did have one of those. Yeah, so I actually had like two different endings. <laughs> yeah, and I transferred everything to cassette, and I learned. I that's how I learned how to like read music was because I. I learned how to read uh, piano after, but I knew how to read drums first, and I can I can read drum music. I'm not great at it, but I can, you know, learn how to play something by looking at the sheet music. Yeah, I can't at all. <laughs> it's like it's uh, it it all looks like a whole different language. But like so that, I learned. So I I found the book the other day. By the way, I think I'm gonna post it, like post a picture of the book. But I learned how to play to that, the Creatures of the Night, and that alp, uh, that uh, book. And it was really really good. Like those are like without like those instructional? two things. Yeah, it's an yeah, it's an instructional book. It's got all the lessons on the record. And then it's got pages and pages of different uh, rhythms and, and time, like time signatures. Right. And uh, they teach you how to do different time signatures. They, and they they literally start with snare, bass, snare, bass, snare, bass, and then snare, bass, bass, snare, bass. Like it's just like old school, like <laughs> it's basically ACDC rhythm. <laughs> One, two, 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 two. Yeah, three, like two, two, it's fourth. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't know a time signature at all but because it came with that record right and they actually worked through it you're like oh okay now i see what you're doing like i know what a i know what a what an eighth note is now i I didn't know what that meant before or i now i know what a 16th is or a 32nd like i didn't know what any of that meant so i learned all that from from that book but uh but eric man i i love them but after that so because of these pot of thunder bozos I I put I put Kiss on a on a on a mix. I just went on my Google Play, put random. I put Kiss, put random, and I just started playing along. <laughs> and uh, you know, it came out with like like Deuce and Strutter. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. You know, come on and love me. Uh, Parasite came up. I was like, okay, oh, this is awesome. 
Then it came oh, up. Gene. Well, then it came up with like a song from like Monster or uh, Sonic Boom, like the new ones. I'm like, what is this horse shit? <laughs> and I kind of skip. And I, and then I, I got to a, a song off the Asylum album. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god, what the, f- the? I don't know if it was was it recorded well, or maybe it's just the headphones I had at the time. But I like, I didn't know what Eric Carr is doing. He's not playing any any of the standard stuff he played in uh, Off Creatures of the Night. It was just completely, completely different. So I mean, I, really? I, I I'm trying to figure out what he did, and then listening to the Pot of Thunder, I'm like, they said he keeps doing the the floor tom, or he's hitting the tom every time he hits a snare, and I'm like. Oh, so then I watched the video. I'm like, yeah, he does that every time. So then I emulated that and kind of figured out Eric Carr does his beats. And I still can't play an Eric Carr beat because they're just weird. <laughs> like Peter, I could figure out, but I don't know. I still can't figure Eric Carr out. So I'm gonna try to do a run through of uh, the Revenge album because that that I'll I'll never be able to play that front to back. Is the drummer on that album is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's Eric Singer who played for Badlands and Lita Ford and uh, Alice Cooper and a whole bunch of bands. Wow. And he ended up uh, touring, doing opposing tours. One with um, Alice Cooper and one with Kiss there for a number of years. But he's good. But hey, I'm actually home. I should oh. probably get in the house. <laughs> I think I want to continue this discussion. Okay. Uh, you available tomorrow or um, the after? We might do groceries tomorrow. We might do it today okay. after, but um, you let me know what you decide on. Yeah, I can okay. do both. So, yeah. All right then. All right. Well, yeah, too. we'll continue to talk, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll kind of work through some Kiss albums there, and kind of talk a little bit more about all that stuff. But yeah, I recommend the Pot of Thunder, guys. If you're listening to this, which I know you aren't, you're too busy, you're too uh, self-absorbed with your own podcast as you should be. <laughs> Rock on, dudes. Rock uh, on. Yeah, but yeah, take a listen. I, I think uh, I'm going to rip these guys off in an episode of Sean Geek somewhere, in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. Take a listen, jot some ideas down, and, you know, we can figure it out. All right. All right. Sounds, sounds good. Okay. All right. We'll see you. Yeah, it's text me tomorrow. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello. 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 How's it going? <laughs> Good, you? Good. Yeah, it's uh, it's bloody cold out there. Yeah, I've got my heated seat on. I got the good car today. Oh, good. Seat yeah, I'm sure high. that makes a difference. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit balls. <laughs> wow. Yeah, freezing nuts off a steel bridge today. Off a what? Huh? Freezing nuts off the steel bridge today. <laughs> I thought you said something else. Oh. <laughs> Freezing nuts oh. off a partridge? No. <laughs> yeah. No. No, we'll just, we're just not going to repeat what I should, what you could have said. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So what's the temperature? Let's, let's take a look here. It's 24 degrees. Minus 24. 
minus 24, that's, uh, that's Celsius. I don't know what that is in, uh, in Fahrenheit. Uh, it's minus, uh, let's see. I'm waiting for the car to warm up. I'm not driving yet, so let's get a peek. Uh, Celsius. Well, here we go. Celsius to Fahrenheit. So what is it today? 24, uh, you said? Well, it's, my car says minus 24. Okay, so minus 24 Celsius is minus 11 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah, or minus 11.2. Yeah, yeah. I think the the uh, when it gets like super super cold, um, I think it it kind of reverts back to to about the same. I don't know if it's at like minus fifty three or sixty or something. Minus, Celsius and Fahrenheit. Uh, minus thirty eight. I think minus thirty eight to one is minus forty to the other. It's close as they get. Oh, okay. So it's pretty close at that point. Yeah. That's when it's like, holy crap, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to see if uh, this is recording. I oh, know it is recording. Good. Hey, my car's warmed <laughs> up enough. I've been sitting in here for a couple of minutes. I'm going to get going. I've got the good car. Can you, see, so. can you still see your breath? A little bit, but not much. Is it? No, okay. I gotta get home quickly so we have clients. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, we left off yesterday. We were talking. Uh, I'm I'm not going to do very good editing between the last episode, the last recording, and this recording. As is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave it as is. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Our intro, like, where did we leave off yesterday? I don't remember. <laughs> So yesterday we were talking about uh, that Kiss podcast thing and uh, yes. the Pod of Thunder, right? And uh, in between uh, yesterday and today, I did listen to another episode <laughs> or two more oh, episodes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh crap! I forgot. Yeah, you know what? I didn't get a chance to listen to that, but That's I will. Okay. We'll we'll talk about them again. I'm sure once you've listened to it, we'll uh, we're going to be on uh, Pod of Thunder like. Uh, like uh, we'll be we'll be on Pot of Thunder like Chris is on Poontangs. <laughs> Chris from the Pot of Thunder podcast. Oh God, uh, he's my hero. <laughs> so uh, at, so at what point were we at? Because we started with that and then we kind of wandered off. So then we started talking about <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, you know, when you when you listen to some women talk, they'll start off with, I don't know, they'll, they'll start off talking about, I don't know, what what, uh, what they decided to have for supper one night, and and then yeah. they'll they'll talk about ten minutes, and all of a sudden they're talking about shoes. So it, I mean, it, it just kind of, it, we 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 just do the same thing. We just start start yeah. off with one thing, and then we we kind of get sidetracked into something else, where where other people would try and stray back to where we had started. We just we just do some things differently. We just keep going with whatever we're talking about. Our episodes are, are carefully orchestrated. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how can you hear me on your end? I'm actually using the uh, the supercar right uh, today. Can you hear uh, me good? Yeah, I can hear you. Actually, probably better. Better than normal. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you get muffled in that. But yeah, this is this is good. Okay. Good. 
Uh, I don't know how many times I can get the supercar, which is i.e. the wife's car. Right. Uh, my other car won't die. Right. It just won't <laughs> die. Well, it's a foreign car. That's why it won't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, so we yeah we were talking about the Pot of Thunder, and I, I kind of wanted to go into maybe some other podcasts that are kind of floating around, mm-hmm. that are kind of in the periphery. Um, back in the back in the day, I used to um, do uh, review shows of podcasts and kind of what my top five were at the time. Right. Um, and that was always fun, but I've always done those solo. So, I mean, you okay, probably well, haven't heard any of these, but we can, by me telling you about them, you'll learn about them and are so will our audience. Okay. Well, well, let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Out of, out of all the podcasts that you've listened to. Yep. Okay. And all the different formats, I'm sure they don't all follow the same, the, the same format. So yep. what to you, what, what format piques your interest the most? Is it more on just off the cuff? Is it more of, okay, very structured, I have a list in front of me, we're going to go through it like you would see on TV, where someone has an interview, they have a list of questions that they do, or is it more a feel of how the interview goes or however they're, that they're doing and they just kind of they just kind of go with it? Um, my, so my favorite, so in, in my history, my favorite interviews, have been mm-hmm. Johnny Carson. I mean, I know that's kind of before our generation a bit, but right. I liked how Johnny Carson did stuff. So when I see a podcast that kind of follows that method of questioning or interviewing, I should say, cool. uh, I, I like that. So the ones that best emulated Johnny Cat, Johnny Cash, <laughs> Johnny, Car- <laughs> Johnny, Car- well, Johnny Carson, Freudian <laughs> slip or something. I don't know. Um, Johnny Carson had conversations with his guests. He didn't ask them questions per se. Right. It was a conversation he might have with them over over dinner. And right. I, those are my favorite ones, the ones that aren't forced. Um, so the like probably the best podcast and the one I keep going back to. And I don't listen to it all the time, but sometimes I go back just to refresh myself. Well, and, well, well and, I, I don't know if Johnny Carson ever had a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. He never did, but I like his style Just of interview. The format, yeah. It's really good, yeah. So, because um, everyone I, knows, like, no, I was just, I'm sorry. I was gonna say everybody knows, yeah. like, when someone gets interviewed, they know who they are. They're an actor. They were on this movie, whatnot, but they don't get to actually interview the person. They always yeah. talk about their new movie and this and that, but actually, yeah. you sit down and talk to them, like, like, say. Uh, Ellen or, or one of those, you know, just just kind of a different format where they kind of get into the personal lives a little bit. Not too personal, but, you know, something like, you know this person from the movies, but you don't know the actual person. Yeah, exactly. I don't like, that's the ones I don't like. And that's why I don't listen to a lot of interviews in general. And that's why I've trended towards podcasting because in podcasting, yeah, they might, you know, ask some of those questions out of the gate because they kind of have to and there's something to promote. But because it's hour an hour long, that ain't going to, you know, that'll keep you going for 10 minutes. But after that, the podcaster has to be really good to keep it entertaining. Right. And uh, uh, ID10T is probably the best at doing that, that podcast, which used to be called Nerdist. And we've talked about, uh, we've talked about that guy before. Right. And that's based out of where? Uh, well, that's, that's Chris Hardwick's podcast. 
who remember we did an episode, remember we did an episode about Chris Hardwick the uh, uh, yeah I don't even want to get into that again but anyway his podcast format he he talks to these people he gets to know them he's not so much sometimes they doesn't even ask about the thing they're promoting at all he just gets to know the person not the actor not the musician but the person and I, right. I really like that right um, so in terms of ID10T, which used to be called Nerdist, is, is that structurally what I would like to achieve in art? Um, similarly, uh, the, right. another one that's really good is uh, Inside of You. <laughs> <laughs> well, it piqued your attention anyway. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, which is the guy who played Lex Luthor. Uh, he played Luthor? He played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Okay. That TV series, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or whatever it was. Okay. So that that one's really, really good. But in terms of uh, local stuff, and we're going to be talking about this a bit more again in future episodes, is uh, Witch Police Radio. That's the local one. Uh, Sam uh, runs that. We talked about him before. He kind of, I don't know if he put the whole thing together, but he probably did the uh, Manitoba Podcast Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how his podcast is formatted, and it's a popular podcast. I mean, he gets sponsors, and he's got a working relationship with uh, UMFM, which is the university radio station here. Right. Um, he does a lot of things right, um, and I, mean, I don't know if he's always done it right, but because he's been around so long, he's probably figured everything out. But well, I'm, I'm sure there's a standard structure that he probably follows and, and, and adheres to it. So. But he's really good. Like, I find he's really good. He's got his questions prepared. And, I mean, he mentioned it at the Manitoba Podcast Festival. And um, he basically has his questions prepared in advance so that when it comes time to the interview, he doesn't need his notes. But he can kind of rip off of something that they said when he needs to. Like, he doesn't need... He can follow the format if he needs to, but he can totally deviate off course if he needs to as well. Right. He's, right. he's really well prepared. I'm actually... Uh, I mean, I look up to that guy. He's, he does a really solid job on his show. Uh, he's interviewed a lot of uh, band friends of ours, uh, and he interviews everybody in the scene. Right. Like, very impressive show. Like, that, that guy's format is down get it down right and that's so we're just going to talk about my my three podcasts I follow it's definitely those three right those are the top ones I go to and then um, but they're all like I guess those are all except for um, Pot of Thunder all the other ones are interviews so I I think it's kind of trending towards the not interview ones more mm-hmm like, I really enjoy Pot of Thunder. It has a format, yeah, but they go off course regularly, and it's more regular they go off course than they actually stay on, on par. That makes right. sense. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the, well, I don't know if I like the format, but I, I kind of think of, you know, you have a bunch of people around the table, say the kitchen table, and you have some people over for, you know, for the night and whatnot, and then you have discussions and whatnot. That, that's the type of thing where 
if you listen to a podcast, it's almost like you're 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 sitting there at the table with them. Yeah. And you're and you're and you're kind of participating kind of in the background. You just kind of you're kind of listening. Like when you were you know, remember when you were like eight or nine or whatnot and you had some people over at the house and you could hear your aunts and uncles talking in the background, just kind of there. Um not as a distraction, but just kind of, you know, the conversations that we're having. It's almost like that. You're you're yeah. kind of a third party, not really participating, but you're kind of listening. And you can do that, like, with, with like say, you've got hobbies or something. You're, I don't know, model building or, or whatever you're doing. And in the background, you have this podcast going on. It's almost like, it's almost like not a family, but kind of sort of in an indirect way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally agree with you on that. That's, actually, that probably hits home more with what, didn't know how to say it. Do you again outspoke me there? Yeah. Yeah. That that that's what I really like. Like that. I, yeah. I think that's more what I like than anything. Like that for it to be a conversation because we don't have conversations anymore as a society. And I find the podcast that do it right. It's a conversation. It's talking about something, and you know. In an interview, in a regular interview, you ask a question, they provide an answer, you ask another question. But in a conversation, it starts with a question, and it doesn't end with the answer to that question. You have conversation about something. And it's not one-sided. Both people, it's just three of them, three people talking about something. Right. And you don't have to agree with what they're saying either. Like, everyone has their own opinion. Yeah. Oh, what it is, but once the dawn of texting came about, uh, I mean, the conversations kind of declined. Oh, I think yeah. they declined a lot. Like instead of calling someone for two seconds to talk about something, I mean, it's very easy to do a text. You don't have to miss a beat whether you're watching TV or whatever. You just text it. You can move on. I mean, it's it's a great form of communication, but the art of conversation has kind of, you know. Plummeted plus in this new generation is coming up, uh, living in that style. I mean, people are evolving all the time into, you know, whether it was from the 40s till now, just the way people have done things. Uh, it'll be the same thing another 40, 50 years from now. Who knows that what's going to happen? I mean, we'll all have a, you know, who knows? It might be a, uh, something that hooks up to your, you know, you put it on your head. And then it'll have a couple probes on it, and then you just think about something, and you can text someone without even, you know, doing anything. Like, I like how you turn this around to be really nerdy. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's I mean, the same with you know Star Trek and whatnot, with you know, with their little things that they, you know, they're talking to such and such. I mean, it very well could have been said, oh, okay, well, instead of texting, it could have been you know something else. Like you see these sci-fi things that people have come up with, and then it's like, well, you know what? Uh, this day and age, with the technology and the way things are moving, yeah, we could do that. Like, there's always stuff that you could see, probably like an old sci-fi going, oh yeah, they have that now, or a version of that, or you know, something that's coming up, or, or later on. I mean, I think that's what all it comes from. Some people think it's from, you know, they 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 picked up, you know, some alien spaceship and they're and they're you know feeding off their technology, but you know. Who knows? That could be the case, but you know, just the way that uh, it's it's a, it's a need or a necessity from man who who's inherently lazy and wants things done simpler. That's why they've gone to machines and now they've moved to technology 
and they're just kind of pushing technology into the direction that they want to go. Wow. To do left. <laughs> Holy shit, buddy. Is that deep? That was pretty deep. <laughs> well, the, now, now we might. I, now, the, the, how, what we're going to name this episode might have to be deep cut or something or deep cut with <laughs> fat fingers. Deep, deep thoughts by wasn't there a, a skit on was it Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Deep thoughts by you know whoever Jack the name it was. It was Jack Handy, yeah. <laughs> I'm good enough. Uh, I'm smart enough. Damn it. People like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's great. <laughs> so so I, I started I started cleaning up uh, the studio a little bit. Yep. Uh with some of the because we were gonna I was gonna move that uh the cabinet and then put some more of the uh the um, um the foam up I guess. Oh, okay. uh, so once 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 that's done, um, we'll, well, I have a little bit more room in here, uh, but I'll probably need to borrow your strength uh, to take up um, one of those hide was a hide beds in the basement okay. yeah. that uh, that was built cool. back in back in the days where you know you could probably build a car with the amount of metal that's in it, so it's pretty heavy. Sure. So you want to put it from, in? You want to put it in the studio? Is that what you're saying? No, hell no. <laughs> no, oh, no okay. The couch in the basement, just kind of huff it outside, and then uh, the cabinet that's up here, probably put it downstairs. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay, yeah. sure. So, at, at, um, at some I, point. I've got some chairs at home that I think we could maybe throw in there. They're like foldy chairs, but um, right. what, I know, what I noticed when we were using the roly chairs, uh, the last studio session we did, the, the wheels are pretty noisy, and I I, I was kind of worried I was scratching your floor. Oh, the wheels? No, the wheels don't scratch. No, we can roll around. No, that's no problem. But, but I got some foldy chairs that we uh, when uh, we have our next guest, I want to like him to be comfortable. I guess. Yeah, and actually, I've ordered uh, two boom. Um, you put the microphones in. You know those yeah. uh, those those magnifying glasses that they have with the light, and then it has yeah. like an arm that's attached to your desk. Well, yeah. I got I got two of these things for microphones that I, that I bought. Uh, they'll probably come in probably who knows three months from now. But I got that, and then I got one that's just a, a, a like a tripod that has the mount for the microphone, and then it has the pop filter on it. Oh, okay. So I got one of those too. So so if uh, if, if if you and Corey, myself, are in the studio, uh, if we need to, because I have those those two Sennheiser mics. Uh, um, um, from Dan. Yeah. Okay, and then I've got the well, the one that we use for the actual podcast itself. Yeah. So if if we wanted to, we could always have our own mics type thing. Yeah. So that's that, that's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> oh, yep. and uh, also I started a because we were talking about the theme song of the podcast. Oh yeah. And I've I've actually put something together. Um, it was very fast, but I'll, I'll, I'll shoot it to you so you yep. can kind of review it and, and see what you think of it. Uh, Should I add the thing is, vocal to it or what? Uh, if you want, that's totally up to you. Uh, but, but what I've done, because I don't, I'm not using the same computer as I did when I did, when we uh, mixed down the Dome album. 
So I've, I've loaded uh, Reaper into uh, a different uh, computer, uh, but I haven't loaded all the other things that go with it and also yeah, the yeah, settings. Yeah. So I'm going to have to redo all that. So this will just be just a scratch track. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, send it to Dropbox or the Meet the Geeks yeah. Dropbox. Oh, we should create one. Well, didn't you create one? Uh, I don't think it was a Meet the Geeks one. I think it was just. Uh, but I mean, we can use it. I, I mean, I can put. Uh, I don't know if uh, in that one or not. But we'll, I'll have to check. Well, yeah. Let Let's create one because uh, there's sometimes he's going to want to drop artwork in or pictures. Right. So the one that I created. Um, I will add Corey to it if he's not already. Yeah, can you rename it too? Just so we don't get confused. Sure. You know how we I'll get rename. confused? Yep, I'll rename that and then I'll drop uh, this little tidbit of uh, yeah. whatever I want to call it and you can listen to it and see what you think. <laughs> so, so just to explain to the people listening, uh, Corey was looking for a, a theme song for the Meet the Geeks uh, video channel. This is what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. That's what he's looking for for a theme song for it. Now we have the the one that you hear at the beginning of each episode. Do you want to tell us about that one, Todd? About the one that that you're using? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Uh the flying? Yeah. Yeah, flying, um yeah, a while back I I just kinda of, I was looking at uh, you know when you when you write songs there's a certain structure to it. I mean, you'll have a bridge, you'll have an intro, you'll have, you know, the whole, the whole gamut, and you say, you know, so much of a chorus, and, you know, there's kind of a, a, a generic structure that, that something, that song usually is, right? Yep. You don't just play and just, you know, whatever. It, it, it's kind of like theory with music. So yeah. I just kind of, I, I took tidbits of it and, like, how I should kind of do it. So I, so I just tried my hand on it, to it, uh, just to see if I could, do something so I so I so I, I did this, this this little song called Flying uh, to kind of replicate that to see if it works. So that's what you hear at the very beginning of the podcast. Um, so yeah, I was using my uh, the Ibanez um, uh, RG. One. Yeah, the that's purple one. Purple one. Yeah. Or lav- lavender, if you want to be. Yeah, it's a flame <laughs> maple lavender flame. We're guys on it's purple. Purple, purple. We're guys in purple. <laughs> yeah, purple. Yeah, guys in purple. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shades of, you know. Although I think we're more in touch with with that side of us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I'd use that, and then i just use, I think i used Reaper, I think it was. And then I used a drumming program. I think it was uh, Addictive Drums. But now I'm using the one that, that you guys were using before. Okay. What's it called? The drumming one? Easy Drummer? Easy Drummer, yeah. So I, yeah. Uh, so I use that uh, for this. Um, but also, I mean, I was gonna, I was thinking of going, well, you know what, maybe I should take, like, Mario Brothers, you know, the whole thing. I figured yeah. I'd, maybe, I'd, maybe I'd try something like that uh, with a guitar, and I figured, nah, no. Then I have to try and find the beat. Maybe just too, there was too much involved to sit down to try and figure it out. This way, I just kind of went, okay, here's a beat. We'll throw it down. Okay, I'll just, you know, I'd, I'd play a whole bunch of different guitar riffs and just little little things just to see how it would sound. And then I kind of narrowed it down to a type of thing. And then I grabbed the bass and I just threw something on top of that just uh, just so that it was there as an idea. So this way, at least you can listen to it, and then we can kind of 
you know, uh, work on it. Yeah. Work on it from there. Yeah. Well, if you want to change something, you want to change the beat or whatever, you can more than well welcome to do it. You just, you know, I'll just put the whole file in there and then you can uh, get it. Okay, so just to put you on the spot, um, okay. if, if someone wants to hear the whole version of that song, where, where can they hear it? Nowhere at the moment. <laughs> Which one, uh, flying or? Yeah, uh, no flying, no flying. Oh, well, flying is, uh, I've got it on SoundCloud. Yeah. Now I don't. Now I don't know if it's under my name or if it was under uh, you know my old name or, or how that all works. But if yeah, you, you want, got I can, two, uh, you got two SoundCloud accounts there, so it's on one of the two. Um, yeah, well, one of them's got music and one of them's got Christmas uh, stuff on it. Yeah, I'm gonna post the link to the SoundCloud because sure. we have some stuff on there. Like yeah. there's that, that one song we did together, which uh, was redoing uh, my. Uh, I did an album and. 2000 or something I think that's what it was and um, you know what okay hang on I'm at my destination (laughs) but my destination's not home so I'm going to keep the car running you're going to keep talking I'm at the library dropping some books off okay entertain entertain the audience for like 30 seconds (laughs) for 30 seconds yeah I'm just running in and dropping my library books off Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about yeah I'm going to talk about the the, the other SoundCloud account that has uh, the uh, Christmas uh, 1977 edition. Perfect. Okay, yeah. I'll be like two sec- uh, 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, quite a while back, um, was able to run into some uh, audio from back in '77. It was a Christmas. Uh, thing my my grandparents or our grandparents, so it has my grandfather talking, and then you can hear my aunts and my uncles and my cousins when they were like like maybe six seven years old, and um, and and it's pretty neat because the progression is where everyone's just starting to trickle in, and then they're talking, and then they can they're saying oh, okay like what? my brother and I were. We're there, and my parents were there, and we're just kind of walking in, and you can hear their voices uh, back when you were younger, which is pretty much the same voice because they never seem to change. Same with aunts and uncles. Uh, but the kids, like, you hear these little squeaky voices. And then uh, Santa Claus shows up, and then, you know, all the, all the kids are freaking out, and, you know, and then uh, my grandfather is interviewing the kids, asking them you know, what they were wanting for Christmas and stuff, so... That was pretty good. So that'll be the. I don't know if he's going to post that link. I mean, probably no one's really interested. Oh yeah, why not? Why not? What's that? Yeah, hey, I'll post that link. You're going to post that link too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to know, you know. <laughs> but this was back in '77. I think it was '77 is what it was. So. Yeah, we were just pups. Yeah. Very young. Yeah, very young. So they were interviewing our, our cousins and that. Uh, but there was. Yeah, so it was, it was it was pretty entertaining, and yeah. to listen to because we knew the people. <laughs> but for somebody who doesn't yeah. know them, it's just you know it's just chatter. But like we were saying, it's like chatter in the background while you're doing something while you listen to a podcast. That's what we were listening to. We could hear aunts and uncles and uh, grandparents and everyone, cousins and everyone, kind of talking in the background and whatever you know whatever topic they they were they were on at the time. It was kind of the the podcasts of the seventies yeah. were just kind of a house party. <laughs> Oh yeah, they were having, like exactly like you said earlier. They were just talking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, yeah. 
so that's my sill. I did my sill. On the sound, like we have our stuff on, uh, do you have your stuff on your, uh, we have the SoundCloud, you have your SoundCloud pages, I have mine, but you also have stuff on Reverb Nation. Is that stuff on Reverb Nation as well? I do? No, I don't think I have anything on there. I don't okay. think. I put, the, I put a bunch of stuff on both. Right. Uh, like, uh, I put on, um, remember that song you and I did, Broken? Yeah. You like, you wrote all the music and I just came in and just did a vocal? Right. Yeah, I have that. I have that on mine, on both, like, both my SoundCloud and, and, uh, the Reverb Nation. Cool. Yeah. yeah so, I, didn't, like I, didn't, I don't even know where that is. Like, like on my computer? I have no idea where that is. I think I tried oh. to look for it. Oh, I do have a copy of it. Like, I have multiple copies. Oh, no, I have, I have, I have it on a, in a few places. So I'll send it back yeah. to it. I was listening to it, and that was actually kind of, I don't know how much effort you put into putting it together, but I really, really liked it. But it felt like, I don't know, it was one of those things where you, you, you said, hey, listen to this. And I went and recorded a vocal. I don't know if I if I recorded the vocal myself, like at home and sent it to you, or if I was in the studio, or I no clue. I don't remember. But I well, remember I mean, writing those lyrics like, you know, in an hour I worked out the entire vocal, the melodies. Like I worked everything out in one fell swoop. Right. Well, th- don't forget though, this was before we actually did any type of studio recording with any kind of you know looking into how to do it you know half decently this yeah, was yeah. this wasn't even this wasn't even raised to the level of of, of audio uh you know radio where everything's kind of boosted yeah this this is this is flat sounding stuff like n- nothing's been put into it like compressors like there's nothing it's just straight dry into the computer recorded there's no you know fancy stuff to it so yeah but we could we could do that at some point it was good though. It was good. Well, it, it, I mean, it's decent. I, you know, I mean, it was you know, wasn't bad. <laughs> it, it I mean, was I'm not a, I'm not a music writer, but 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 for the spur of the moment, you know, putting something together, I, I'd say it's not too bad, I guess. No, it was, I really liked it, and it, it was it was fun because this was we had never written like that before. So this was like you brought everything to me. And normally, like, you would jam something out or, you know, and, and come up with stuff that way. This, yeah. like, you had everything done and you just gave it to me and I just wrote a vocal. It was kind of how, I don't know, it was a different way to, to write with you. So it was fun and it made me write in a way that I don't normally write. Right. Like, how I structured everything out, uh, how I did, uh, like, how like how the vocal came out, too, was completely not not like anything I'd ever done before. I'm not saying it's exceptional or great or anything, but it was very different, which is kind of cool. Like I, I don't know. I, I re-listened, I re-listened to it every once in a while. I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Like it's, does it sound like dome or salty bear for that matter? Or, you know, uh, just jamming? No, it was kind of its own thing. And it was kind of cool. Well, this little riff thing uh, that, that you're going to listen to, I tried to kind of do it in the same way. It, it, it's kind of, you know, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll, you know, this, I can like this, I'll maybe I'll do a little bit of that, and then just kind of run it through. Once I was able to get, because what, what happened was is I had the time, I did the guitar part, but I kind of did it off the cuff, 
So it wasn't structured the way it would normally be. So that when I picked the bass up, I had to play it at least eight or ten times to go, okay, well, okay, well, there's a change here, and there's yeah. a change here. Oh, and I did the changes, and I did it different in this section. So, you know, there was a bit of, I mean, uh, when I usually do it, when I sit down with it and spend some time, I'll usually go to the track, the guitar track, and then put a little flag saying, okay, the change to whatever here, or yeah. there's a change to, that way I know where they are, right, when they're coming up. Sure. But when you're doing it just by ear, it uh, it takes a little longer, but you know you tend to memorize it a little easier. When I uh, when I did my uh, my first albums, if you want to call them that, uh, way way back in the day, like the pre pre the two, pre two thousand stuff, right. um, it was all that stuff. It was just me. It was vocals and drums, and that was it. Um, yeah, it was just, was through, doing, just tape player. Yeah, just I used like a ghetto blaster that had a dual cassette on it. That's how I did yeah, it. And the and the microphone is like the size of a pinhole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. when I did that, like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I didn't have any music theory at that point. So recording that was the same thing. I was like, where am I going to change the vocal? So I I improvised a lot of stuff, and I would improvise the vocal, and then record the vocal, and then I would. I would keep it kind of quiet, mm-hmm. and then I would redo the vocal again, but keep the old vocal as almost like a backing vocal track, and then I would the sing way. over top with actual words. So I'd re-listen to it going, oh, this is good. The vocal is good, but there's no actual lyrics. So I would actually write, listen to it again with my improv, write a lyric that, that would fit, and right. then re-record the whole thing over again with an actual lyric. So it sounded like I was singing background to myself. The backgrounds were like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. but it was it was it was a different way. Like I'm glad I I did that stuff about myself because it you know it it forced me to learn how to do shit that I didn't know how to do. So, but uh, hey, I've good... arrived. I've arrived home. Okay. <laughs> I should probably. I think we could talk about this again some more because I think maybe we can talk about songwriting process and maybe some of the old catalog stuff we'd, we'd done. There was a bunch of songs we recorded at Mom's in the backyard. And, and well, I mean, I was, like, I was going to go as back as far as the Sitches when we had that, oh. uh, that four-track and we and we recorded that thing. Actually, I, I think I recorded uh, something that we did uh, on a VHS tape because of the wider tape. Uh, yeah. It had a better sound, but I'll, oh well, let's talk. About, let's definitely cover that in another episode for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, add it to the wonder list. <laughs> all right, I will. <laughs> wonder list, if you're listening, <laughs> please support the podcast. Drop a couple of the points. Yeah. All right, bro. All righty. So we, we will, shall. Uh, uh, we shall talk to you later, though. Okay. Talk to you later. See you on the flip side. All right. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye.